Welcome to Word for Wednesday. This is Rita Langland, your host from Hidden with Christ Ministries. Today, I want to speak with you about the fear of the Lord. Now, that term may not be familiar to you, or you may wonder what the actual meaning of it is. So, I'm going to start out by defining it by simply saying what the fear of the Lord is not. First of all, we're not talking about natural fear. For example, you're out camping in the woods and suddenly a bear appears out of nowhere and begins to menacingly come toward you and your tent. That's a natural fear that might you might experience under a circumstance like I just described. That is not the type of fear that we're talking about when we say the fear of the Lord or when the Bible says the fear of the Lord. It's not a demonic fear which is described in 2 Timothy 1.7 when it refers to a spirit of fear. So we're not talking about that. Thirdly, we're not talking about something similar to a fear of man. Now, the fear of man is when you're afraid to do or say something because of your fear of what that other person or persons may think about you or what they may do if you say certain things or do certain things. That's the fear of man. In fact, if you struggle with the fear of man, then you have a lack of fear of God in your life in that specific area. Fourthly, it's not being afraid of God. That is not the fear of the Lord as the Bible calls it. I'll give you the scriptural, two scriptural definitions that we find in the Bible for the fear of the Lord. The first one is from the book of Proverbs, chapter 8, verse 13, which says, The fear of the Lord is a hatred of evil. Now we're talking about evil as defined by God in the Word of God, the Bible, because today we are living in a time when People are calling things that are evil good, and they're calling good things evil. We find that prophesied in Isaiah chapter 5 when the word of the Lord came to Isaiah saying, Woe to those who call evil good and good evil. We are living in that day right now. You can see it on the news and the social media where people are calling evil people who hate sin, and they're calling good those who love sin. So things are quite mixed up in this society we're living in and in the generation we're living in. But it's what was prophesied in the Word of God thousands of years ago. Scriptural definition of the fear of the Lord is the fear of the Lord is a hatred of evil, Proverbs 8.13. And this means that we have the attitude that God has towards sin at all times. Not just sin we see in other people, but sin that we see in ourselves. That when we see it, we hate it and we don't desire it. We ask God's forgiveness for it. And we ask the Lord to remove it from our lives. We want to have God's attitude towards sin. We want to hate what God hates and love what God loves. That would be a true fear of the Lord. We want to hate lying and deceit and immorality in all of its forms because that's what God hates. He doesn't hate people, but he does hate those bondages of sin that have destroyed people's lives. Now, we want to love things that God loves, and the things that God loves are holy. They are pure, and we'll talk more about that a little bit later. 
The second scriptural definition of the fear of the Lord is that we means that we have a deep reverence or awe of God. Psalm 33 verses 8 and 9 says this, Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. For he spoke and it was done. He commanded and it stood fast. We need to have an awe of God for what he's done, what he's created, how he spoke and the worlds came into existence, how he called forth Lazarus from the tomb and he came forth alive when Jesus was on the earth. We need to stand in awe of God's holiness and his glory. Do you remember in the book of Isaiah how the seraphim in Isaiah's vision of heaven, they said, holy, 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 continuously. And if you look in the book of Revelation, you find that the four living creatures that are around the throne of God, they also do not cease to say, holy, 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 regarding the Lord God. So those are scriptural definitions of the fear of the Lord. But here's something that the word of God tells us, that if we have a fear of the Lord, there are phenomenal blessings that are promised to those who fear the Lord. The first one is found in the book of Acts, is Acts chapter 9, verse 31, where it says that, that literally God blessed the church or caused church growth and increased harvest of souls because the people feared the Lord. It says, then the church throughout Judea, Galilee, and Samaria enjoyed a time of peace and was strengthened, living in the fear of the Lord and encouraged by the Holy Spirit, it increased in numbers. So there was church growth and a harvest of souls because of a fear of the Lord in the church. A second blessing that we can find and, and is promised to us is marital blessings and family blessings. Do you want your marriage to be blessed? Then this Psalm 128 verses 3 and 4 instructs us that here's the blessing for the man who fears the Lord. Your wife will be like a fruitful vine within your house and your children will be like olive shoots around your table. Yes, this will be the blessing for the man who fears the Lord marital and family blessings. A third blessing promised in God's word is protection and deliverance from harm. We all need that. If you fly on a plane, if you go to a crowded city, you need to know you can count on God's protection from harm. Psalm 34 verse 7, one of my favorites that I use for traveling is the angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and he delivers them. So those who fear God, God sends his angel to encamp around you. That's found in Psalm 34 verse 7, a wonderful promise for those who fear God. A fourth one is that the person who fears God will have provision of all their needs. You'll find that also in Psalm 34 verse 9. Oh, the fear of the Lord, you as saints, for those who fear him have no want. Fifthly, provision of food is promised to the person who fears God. Psalm 111 verse 5, it says he provides food for those who fear him. The blessings for fearing the Lord are so innumerable, but these are just 10 I'm giving you today. The sixth one. God promises that we'll be taught of the Lord and given specific direction from God. 
every single person I know needs direction from God. There's so many decisions that need to be made in life. Wouldn't you like to be able to just count on? You can get direction from God for everything you need in life. It says this exact thing in Psalm 25 verse 12. It says this, who is the man that fears the Lord? Him will he instruct in the way he should choose. So God will give you instruction, direction from God if you fear the Lord. Seventh promise, having fear of God will keep you or help you to not sin. And that's something we all need help with. You can find that in Exodus 20, 20 and also in Proverbs 16, verse 6. By the fear of the Lord, a man avoids evil. That's what Proverbs tells us. The eighth promise for those who fear God is this, that you'll get wisdom and you will get understanding. Again, in our society, so complex as it is, so many decisions to be made, you need wisdom and you need understanding. And having the fear of the Lord will bring this into your life. It says in Psalm 111, 10, and in Proverbs 1, 7, this promise, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all those who practice it. So we can have wisdom and understanding just from pursuing a fear of the Lord. And then one of my favorite promises from having a fear of God is this. God promises that we will have friendship with God. You can find that in Psalm 25, verse 14. The friendship of the Lord is for those who fear him. And then 10th, the last one I'll share today is this. You can get revelation of God's truth about his covenant. And it says this in Psalm 25, verse 14, second part. The friendship of the Lord is for those who fear him. As we said, the second part of that verse says, and he makes known to them his covenant. There's a amazing promises in the covenant of God. And to get revelation of that, you need to have a fear of the Lord. That's how God will reveal it to that person who's close to him. God wants you to understand and pursue the fear of the Lord in your life. How do we take hold of the fear of God for ourselves? How do we do that when we live in a society that has no fear of God whatsoever? Well, first of all, you have to ask the Lord to search your heart and to show you if there is a lack of fear of God in your life in any area. You know, let me give you an example. In our society, a lot of people find it hard to accept God's standard of morality. And they'll say, well, that's not such a bad thing if they live together before they're married. Really? God's word says that immorality is a sin in God's eyes. It's sinful to the Lord. And if it's sinful to the Lord, we need to have that same attitude about it. Not, oh, it's okay. That's a lack of fear of God. If we hold to God's standard of morality, we say, that's what God says is right, then that's what I have to agree with. Even if I don't understand why I choose to agree with God, and therefore I choose to have more fear of God than fear, than fear of people. Because yeah, people are not going to agree with you about that. They will not agree with you. They will call you all sorts of names for having a standard about sexual morality that is God's standard. And yet God wants us to have a fear of God. And fear of God means we hate what God hates. And we hate evil. And God calls immorality evil. 
God wants to give you all the blessings that come with the fear of God. But in order for that to happen in your life, you need to ask the Lord, show me where I don't have a fear of God, where I don't have your standards in my life. Help me to have it. And then ask God to give you a revelation about the fear of God so that you can come to a place of repentance for not fearing the Lord in certain areas of your life. And then also to give you a desire to seek him until he fills you with a holy fear of the Lord. God wants to bring all the blessings that I read, those 10 blessings, and there are more, but those 10 and more than that to your life. But we as human beings have to say, God, I know I don't have your standards, but I need to have your heart. So give me your heart. Give me the heart to fear the Lord the way your word says it. And then with that, blessing can open to you that you could not have imagined and will come from places you couldn't imagine. God wants to bless your life, bless your family, bless your marriage, bless your finances. But he wants us to have a fear of God. And with that fear of God, you'll have no lack in your life of good things. That's your word for Wednesday. Wednesday.